Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, March 27, 2019. I'm Tom Merritt. There is some confusion around wrong vote pressing regarding the European Copyright Directive, which passed Tuesday by a margin of 70 votes. Prior to the vote on the entire directive, a motion to vote on amendments to the directive was defeated by five votes. Amendments could have allowed proposals to delete articles, including Articles 11 and 17, which was usually referred to as Article 13. And at least two, possibly three, Swedish MEPs pressed the wrong button when voting on allowing amendments. Two other Swedish MEPs that might have voted for deleting amendments were absent. It is not certain that a motion to delete the amendments would have carried, even if it had been allowed to be voted on. The New York Times reports Google has started an operation called Robotics at Google, led by AI scientist Vincent Van Hook. The department will use machine learning to teach robots things like how to grasp objects and navigate their environment. Google's last robotics effort was called Replicant, started in 2013 with Andy Rubin at the head. Rubin left Google in 2014. Reuters reports China's Beijing Kunlun tech company is looking to sell Grindr, the dating app it bought in 2018. The company had planned an IPO, but is shifting now to an auction process. Reuters sources say the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States has expressed concerns that Kunlun having access to Grindr customer data constitutes a security risk. Kunlun is one of China's largest gaming companies and part of a consortium that bought Norway's Opera Limited in 2016. Google launched AMP for email, coming to Gmail, Yahoo Mail, Outlook, and Mail.ru. AMP for email allows functions like RSVP, questionnaires, or even browsing store inventory to happen within the email client. AMP emails still use standard HTML as a failsafe in email clients that do not support AMP. Huawei announced the P30 and P30 Pro phones in Paris Tuesday. The P30 Pro 6.47-inch OLED Android phone has a quad camera system with up to 10x lossless zoom and a small cutout for the camera on the front screen, as well as AI to help with photos. The P30 Pro has no headphone jack or earpiece. It uses screen vibrations to generate call sound and also includes reverse wireless charging. The smaller P30 is 6.1 inches with a three-camera system and a headphone jack. The P30 costs 799 euros and the P30 Pro starts at 999 euros, ranging up to 1,249 euros on sale immediately in Europe. Asus confirmed that its live update tool had been targeted by advanced persistent threat attacks, as discovered by Kaspersky Lab. Asus customer service has been reaching out to affected users. Asus says the backdoor exploit has been fixed in the latest version of its live update software, and that it's introduced end-to-end encryption and more security verification tools for customers. The BBC has pulled its podcasts from the Google Podcast app and Google Assistant. The BBC's Director of Distribution and Business Development, Kieran Clifton, said the company is not comfortable with Google's practice of directing users to search for podcasts in the Google app rather than things like BBC Sounds or other third-party services. Clifton said the company asked to be excluded from that feature, but Google declined, so the BBC is pulling its podcasts. Clifton also criticized Google over making it difficult to obtain audience data, which makes it harder to personalize services. The BBC is blocking Google simply through a robots.txt entry. The Verge reports an internal Microsoft memo from marketing head Chris Caposella reads... 
I'm asking all teams at Microsoft to not do any public-facing April Fool's Day stunts. I appreciate that people may have devoted time and resources to these activities, but I believe we have more to lose than gain by attempting to be funny on this one day. Goldman Sachs CEO Richard Node told CNBC the company is exploring the idea of offering the Apple credit card outside the United States. The CEO said, absolutely, we will be thinking of international opportunities for it. And finally, Apple has acknowledged problems with its third-generation butterfly keyboard. In a statement to Wall Street Journal's Joanna Stern, Apple wrote, We are aware that a small number of users are having issues with their third-generation butterfly keyboard, and for that, we are sorry. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, be sure to subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all the headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.